0: Great podcast today. We talk a little bit about being prepared, uh, what you need to do to be prepared for anything that might come your way, like, I don't know, zombies or, you uh, know, economic breakdown of everything in the entire Western world. You know, things like that, that'll never happen here. <laughs> uh, we also uh, are, uh, are sharing with you our lovely thoughts about the border And I think we wish everyone, all of those people that are involved politically in making the border what it is today, I'd say it was a love fest. Oh, yes. Nothing but hearts and and hugs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All that and so much more on today's
1: podcast. Don't miss uh, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is The Alamo this week because you can get 20 bucks off your subscription. We talk a lot about preparation on the show today. Glenn did a big show on preparation. Uh, on glenn tv last night you don't want to miss that Uh, you'll get uh, access to that as a blaze tv subscriber but also mentioned tonight on studios america we're looking for the first time uh, this year ahead to the 2022 elections house and senate what's where what's the baseline where are we starting at what are we looking at going forward are we okay oh we're totally screwed no we i mean you know i mean there's some positive things to look at here if the republicans don't screw it up which they will Uh, But maybe we'll get into that a little bit on tomorrow's radio program as well. But don't miss it on Stu Does America tonight. You can subscribe and get the podcast, uh, which is going to be available a little bit later on today. And you can get the podcast here every day as well. Rate and review if you wouldn't mind. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program.
0: Thank you. Let me uh, let me start with Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough yesterday came out and was very upset that the the Biden story, the laptop story had been suppressed by Twitter and Facebook. He was very upset yesterday, thought it was shameful. Here
2: he is. Post comes out with it. They're the mm-hmm. only one that comes out with it. And then it is banned on social yeah. media. That's I mean, bad. Yeah, That's that, bad. It's, it's horrific. It, it, horrific. Be, be, yeah. That's
1: bad. Because again, it, it is, I think we have to, you know, you have to say it. it's a real, it's a real story.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow, that is big of you. Thank you, Dan Abrams, for, for pointing that it is a real story, and you have to say it. And it was horrific what Facebook and Twitter did, according to Joe Scarborough. Now let me take you back into the Time, tunnel, 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 tunnel. To a time when Joe Scarborough's memory has been wiped clean. Here's a super classic from the same guy who said it was horrific.
2: That's what conservatives think. They can lie through their teeth. These right-wingers think at Wall Street Journal editorial page, think they can lie through their teeth and talk about Facebook having problems and Twitter having problems with a story. Mm-hmm. That even the New York Post knew was a lie. Mm. They knew it was such a lie. We'll get to this, but okay. That they put a woman's name on the story, reportedly, that didn't even know her name was going to be on the story. Mm. Mm. The man who wrote that story knew it was such a lie. The New York Post knew it was such a lie that he refused to put his name Uh, on that story. They Whoa. publish a series of lies penned uh-huh, to uh-huh. them by Rudy Giuliani, uh-huh, who admitted that uh-huh. nobody else would take it but Rupert Murdoch's New York Post. Okay. Because-
0: All righty huh. Thank you, Joe. It's That's- weird. It's almost like what you were saying there is horrific. Is that the same person? You're
1: saying no, that person, no, 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 that you, no. the
0: first clip and the second clip, the same person? No. It, well, it's the same person, but mm-hmm. um, he's kind of a chameleon. He goes wherever the winds are going. You know what I mean? I'm a conservative. I hate conservatives. I love conservatives. I hate conservatives. Mm. You know, that's true. That's not true. That's definitely not true. It's horrific. It's an outrage. You should go to jail. That seems to be totally true. That's Joe Scarborough.
1: Those two clips are almost like a person who believes they can say absolutely anything. And no one will ever notice that they
0: just completely disagree with themselves. And you know what? It's true because no one watches MSNBC. okay. Okay. It's good reasoning, then. Uh, Let me show you something that I was really kind of excited about when I first heard. I thought, yeah! And I'll tell you how it ends in a second. But first, here is cut eight. Governor Greg Abbott from the great state of Texas. To help local officials whose communities are being overwhelmed by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration... Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. Wow. We are sending them to the United States Capitol where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to come across our border. Oh, it's done with such compassion, such – I mean, it was almost a a little Ron DeSantis, wasn't it? And when I say a little, I mean, maybe like his pinky, I mean, on his foot. And I think you can walk without a pinky. I think you could lose the pinky on your hands and your feet and you're fine. So when I say a little Ron DeSantis, I mean the appendages that you could lose and still not notice. That's how much of Ron DeSantis he was. Okay. 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 Why is that? Um, Because what he said. Now, listen carefully. Listen very carefully to what the governor said, because it was revealed later. But he knows, because listen to what he's saying. Play it again. To help local officials whose communities are being overwhelmed Overwhelmed. by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration. Yeah. Texas, Texas is providing charter buses providing? to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration Okay, So that sounds, what's, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? That sounds great, doesn't it? The key word here is providing. Providing. We're providing tour buses. Okay. What are you, we're upset about paying for it? No, no, no. No, no. These illegal immigrants need to volunteer to get on to the buses Texas is providing to send them to the hellhole of Washington, D.C. <laughs> now, I mean, even if you don't speak a word of English, you hear Washington, D.C., as they're pointing to a bus. I don't get on that bus. I don't understand though. I've been told that illegal immigrants are treated
1: terribly by Texas and wonderfully by Washington. Yeah, yeah no, we're just uh why wouldn't they want to go to
0: Washington DC immediately? What? Wouldn't that be their because priority? Because even a- even if you're not in America, you don't want to go to Washington, DC.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> we're told over and over again by the media the people mm-hmm. who treat illegal immigrants fairly yeah. are the people in the blue states and the blue communities. Right. Who are embracing them and giving them all these programs? Uh-huh. Why wouldn't they want to go uh-huh. to Washington D.C.? I don't understand. So
0: now Ron DeSantis, or Rick DeSantis, Ron, De, Rick, Ron, Ron DeSantis. Mm. Uh, you're so well versed in this story, you almost know his name
1: now. Almost, we are getting to the point where I don't know what it is. By the, well, I do know what it is by 2024. Yeah, election night. Yeah. Ron DeSantis wins the presidency. I we call, believe him you're gonna, gonna call him President
0: DeSantis.
1: Mm. There you go. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's how we yeah. solve this. That's you're never going to get the Rick and Ron thing. Yeah, I've right. never. But eventually, if he becomes yeah. president, you can say that. You should you know what you should do? Governor DeSantis. Governor DeSantis. There you go. Governor
0: DeSantis. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Governor R. DeSantis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Governor, I don't know. I don't know why you have a hang up on this one. It is, I think it's Rick Santorum. I don't know why. I I mean, I never think of Rick Centaur, but that's the only thing I can. Well, every time that you get this
1: name wrong, I think of one specific thing.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Say it. And there you have it. Another example of why Glenn Beck is in the Radio Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) There it
2: is. (laughs) There it is. There it is. You're
0: exactly right. Mm. Exactly right. Do Do you do you get his name wrong? I don't get his name Are email. you in the Hall of Fame? I am not in the Hall Enough of Fame. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, uh, Governor DeSantis, mm-hmm. you know, he said that he was going to send people up to Delaware, and it was great. He didn't because he tied it to those ghost planes in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And he said, we don't know when they're coming in. We would have to be prepared to meet them at the airport. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was a loophole that helped him get out of it or not. Um, but he did say, when these ghost planes land, we are going to bust them uh, and send them to uh, Delaware. All right. If the United States government can take illegals and just dump them into our border towns, these towns do not have the capability of doing it. I, for one, as a Texan, am sick and tired of what this government, US government, is doing to Texas. They are intentionally doing this to Texas and the entire country, don't get me wrong. Because they're hitting every state. They're hitting right? every state. So they're doing it to all of our communities. But I really, really don't understand why we can't take people who the feds just dumped into a city, have no connection to that city. I don't know why we can't pick them up, put them in a bus, and feed them well, treat them well. They can all be singing the Flintstone songs along with John Candy and Steve Martin as they take their train, plane, or automobile some other place, a blue state. <laughs> that does seem logical to me,
1: though I will say I, the, the the legal aspects of uh, of this are always an
0: issue, right? Like then that, don't don't toy, don't don't dance around it. Then say then the governor shouldn't come out and say we're providing and then reveal the details and oh by the way here are the details right but but like is Ron DeSantis doing this by force no so uh, so it might saying, be no I I I know right. that okay. I know that but um, don't be a used car salesman you're saying you that, didn't read the fine
1: print right you're saying that he's the way he's announcing it obviously I think the average person would hear that announcement and say he's when he finds an illegal immigrant. He, he's going to
0: put them on a bus and ship them to Washington, D.C. When in reality, not when he, he finds p- them. Not when he finds them. Right. They're being dropped off at city. I don't know if right. you've seen the interviews with the mayors of these border towns. Oh, they they can't believe. And a lot of them are Democrats, right. by the way. And they, they are pulling their, their, the United States government is pulling these buses up and then just dumping them into these towns. Okay. The town, there are more illegals in these towns than there are townsfolk. Okay. right. I don't understand why the state can't say, yeah, this is out of control. You're going over here and we're going to dump you at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania
1: Avenue. Logically, I obviously agree with you on this. But I mean, I remember the Arizona case where Arizona not not just had an announcement by the governor, but passed a law that was going to enforce immigration law and it got overturned in the Supreme Court.
0: Yeah, well, so I don't I don't maybe there's just no way. I'm sorry, but this the Constitution is not a suicide pact.
1: No, I don't When but the you-
0: government does not abide by the laws itself, when the government is yeah. is abusing the rights it was set up to protect. I don't I'm sorry. I'm not leaving America. Joe Biden's America left me. I'm still in America. <laughs> I still believe in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I believe in equal justice. I believe in the rule of law. Joe Biden's administration and Joe Biden's America and the left, they don't. So I'm still holding old glory. I'm still here with my pocket constitution and, de- and declaration of independence, and I still abide by all of that. But the government doesn't. When is it going to be enough for states and governors just to say, I'm sorry? But you're not going to collapse my state and me just sit here and take it. The good news, though, is if Greg Abbott were
1: to lose, we can. I'm sure Beto will handle this more appropriately. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He'll nail it. Oh, no. He'll nail this whole thing. It'll be fantastic. It'll be
0: fantastic. (laughs) And by the way, even if they do say, oh, you can't do that. Supreme Court. How many buses could we get to Washington, D.C. before The court case and an injunction i think we could get a lot so (laughs) let's load up a lot of them and then we just let them go in washington dc they'll have their smartphones so you can track them and then you know when the when the federal government says hey you can't do that okay all right well tell us where they are with their smartphone and We'll ask him to come back on the bus. (laughs) We'll give them optional buses to come back. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. I am surrounded by a new family of people who have their life back because of relief factor. Uh, I'm one of them. I was uh, uh, in pain and got to the point to where I just I couldn't do it anymore. I, <laughs> Did anybody else feel like, you know, I just, I can't get up another day? Mm-hmm. Um, we have our life back because of Relief Factor. It's not a television commercial. It's, uh, it's a group of real people with real results that had real pain. Try it yourself, Relief Factor. This guy, when he started, Completely bald. Look at him now. (laughs) Doesn't do anything for your hair. But it it will help you. Get out of pain. Give it a shot. Try the three-week quick start. Doesn't work? Move on. But we're here to tell you it works. Relieffactor.com. All right, you sick, twisted freak. Now, I want to make sure that this is not twisted around into something like, um, you know, fear of the Chinese. You're just Chinophobic. No, no, I'm not. Uh, and I don't think uh, the guy who is standing up and trying to fight against this plant in North Dakota in North Dakota is either. Uh, it's been. is that right? That's that's correct. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You have way too many letters in your name. Um, (laughs) Ben, uh, first of all, let me just ask you a couple of quick questions just so I just so I know where you're coming from and we're really clear on it. Um, Okay, You don't have a problem with foreigners. No. (laughs) Okay, You're not you're not uh, Asia phobic. You're not like Chinese people. I don't trust them. Oh no, not at all. Okay, good, because uh, that—that you know—I'm sure is being said or could be said, and uh, I'd like to not repeat the uh, 1940s. Hey, let's round up the Japanese. Um, the people are different than the uh, than the country. All right, so we've established that. So there is this plant being built, and as I understand it, the community was not. Uh, consulted by this. It's just going through the city council and they're trying to shut people up who are against it, right? Uh, it, it appears to be that way. Yes. Okay. Tell me what's happening. Well, so apparently the
3: city leaders have been working on bringing this project to town for, uh, somewhere around two years before they even brought it into the public eye. And it came into the uh, public eye late last fall. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, early, early winter. And and then since then, they've just been pushing it through. There was never any you know, question to the, the citizens of the town. Hey, do we want this manufacturing plant? Uh, is this something we want to put our tax dollars towards to to entice to come here? Mm-hmm. There, there was never anything like that. Um, and there just seems to be a lot of issues with it. That, so, that are coming along with this plant and and we don't have a say in it.
0: So let's go through some of the issues. I, I would have to say, even though I asked those first two questions, I do believe this is different. Is this a, I mean, I'm sure it is, a uh, a communist party uh, owned or at least partially owned company from China?
3: Well, the they they say it that it is not. They assure us it is not. I don't uh, but however there's been studies done that show otherwise by independent analysis okay analysts rather um you know
0: so okay
3: i guess uh, and the people trying to sell us the plants assure us that everything is uh a ok though
0: yeah there's no such thing as that in a communist country um all right exactly. so so tell me what the other problems are you're putting out taxes i assume this is going to cost you guys in tax base well,
3: so there, there's a close to hundred million dollars worth of taxpayer dollars that is going to entice this company you know, through infrastructure, roads, gas pipelines, water pipelines, uh, sewer and water. Um, and, and there is a 20 year payback program from this company. okay that, that is what they are telling us how it's going to be. So you know theoretically at the end of the day, if everything works out in 20 the company years. comes down and in 20 years and they stay, we should have our money paid back you know and okay. then some do, and it, do the property tax
0: i would assume that it's going to create jobs how many jobs is it they, going to create
3: they're talking 233 direct jobs and 500 or something indirect jobs okay is what they're saying all right uh, you know and the average wage on the direct jobs is is not that high i mean it's 50 it's in the mid 50s But that's average across the board. So, you know, when you start getting your executives and top high dollar earners in there, I don't think at the end of the day, they're going to be real high paying quality jobs.
0: And then you have a a problem because of the not you, but the 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 people who are standing up. Um, You had a water problem recently and they're using this plant will use more water than the entire town in a day.
3: It will use slightly less. We use about seven and a half million gallons a day on average as a city. They're going to use about six and a half million gallons a day. Okay. Uh, And and do you have the water? uh, According to their studies, yes. But last summer they were requesting that the citizens reduce their water usage because we were running out of water. And, And I have found several different reasons why, and I've got several different answers as to why that was last summer. Uh, but they don't all really necessarily line up with each other. So that that's kind of a big red flag for me.
0: Um, what are the other problems?
3: Uh, well, there's pollution, smell. Smell is a big concern for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> they're situating this plant on the north, kind of north-northwest side of town, and that's where the prevailing winds come from around here. So any anything that they produce... Uh, exhaust or dust or any of that will all be blowing right across town. Okay,
0: so this, so so what's happening? You're you're putting a petition out because you you're just asking for people to vote on it. Don't leave this up to the city council, right? That's exactly right.
3: Yeah. Uh, we went around. We needed about thirty six hundred seventeen signatures to to get it to a vote. Uh, it was fifteen percent of the last voting population, last gubernatorial election, uh, and we collected. 5,318, I believe it was, and turned them in, um, to which the city leaders, the city attorney and the city leaders immediately went to work to, as as I said earlier, it seems like they are trying their hardest to disqualify the whole thing.
0: And how are they doing that?
3: Well, (laughs) they... They first off, they have a police detective had a police detective, uh, calling around, calling petitioners, calling the signers with a, with a couple different questionnaires, depending on who they were talking to with a list of, I I don't even ten ten 10, questions each or something. Um, you know, just trying to ascertain exactly what they were shown, how were they were asked if they were pressured. Um, it's, it's kind of bizarre. It feels like they're going way above and beyond what they actually need to do to verify signatures.
0: Uh, See, I think this is where people always get in trouble. I, I mean, if there's if there's nothing unseemly about it, just let the people know. Just give them all the information. Trust the people. But mm-hmm. I mean, even apparently in Grand Forks, how big is Grand Forks? Um, it's about sixty thousand people. Sixty thousand people, and they don't trust the community. Um, evidently not. <laughs> it sure is not looking that way
3: it's uh i I don't know it it, maybe there's a ulterior motive here it's it's strange though i mean we've had petitions done in this town in the past and they have never used police police detectives anything like that i mean sure the city city auditor has called folks you know randomly to check but i think a phone call from a city auditor is much different than a phone call from a police detective
0: so, if the petition, when will you know if the petition is going to be deemed valid or not? um that's a little up in the air.
3: They had said at the last city council meeting that they were hoping to have it done by tomorrow, hoping to have us an answer by tomorrow
0: and if it is valid, then it goes for the election. It should go to the june the june election yeah okay and if it's if it's not, then what do you do if they say it's not valid
3: uh I I honestly don't know the answer to that. I know if it's thrown out based on invalid signatures, you know, if they cross off too many signatures, we will have seven days to go get those signatures rectified um, and get them returned in. If it's it's due to invalid paperwork, which is what they were indicating at the city council meeting, I don't know if we have a recourse. I'm not sure, honestly. So um, how can we help you? Well... Uh, we can use all the support we could get on our Facebook group, okay. which is, uh, Grand Forks Community Awareness of Fufung.
0: <laughs> of Fufung? F?
3: Yes. It's, act- F- it's actually
0: spelled F-U-F-E-N-G, but it's pronounced Fufung. Okay. So it's like Fufang. Fang. Correct. E yep. with an yep. E. Um, yep. okay. Grand Forks Community Awareness of Fufung Project. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just rolls right off the tongue. Uh, All right. Well, best of luck. Is this surprising? Ben, how long have you lived in Grand Forks?
3: Uh, Most of my life. I spent about a year and a half elsewhere, but uh, 30, 37 years.
0: And is this surprising that this is happening in your small town like this?
3: Absolutely. You know, back to the petitions, we've had petitions in the past that were done on the wrong paperwork and the city attorney actually helped them to get it to vote. Uh, And now it seems like we are. Going in 100 percent the opposite direction here, so yeah, it's it's That's very weird. disappointing that they're trying to suppress the citizens having a say. And uh, it, it uh, sounds very un-American.
0: Please let us know what uh, what happens, and and hopefully there will be a little ground shake in uh, in your town. Appreciate it. We appreciate you having us on. Thank you, you very much. You bet. Uh, again, you can find it on Facebook, Grand Forks Community Awareness of foof, Foo Foo Fang. Uh, Fufang project. You know, the only reason why I have that is this is such a small community and such a local thing that um, why would you be interested? I mean, we have debated this story in our production meetings and our with the meeting with the producers for a few weeks. We've been talking about it and uh, it just keeps coming up because of a couple of reasons. I think it's important because you don't know what's happening in your own town. You really don't. And people, it's so easy for people to say, oh, well, it's not happening here. It probably is. It probably is. You would be surprised at the size of the towns that are part of the Agenda 2030 project from the United Nations, um, which falls right into the Great Reset. You'd be surprised. Uh, Money doesn't talk. It screams. And there's been a lot of these towns that are roped into it now. And you would have no idea the things that are going on in our schools. You think that it couldn't happen here. It's not being taught. It is. It is. And the people who you think are really good people, and they probably are. But they are part of it. They are part of it. Doesn't make them a bad person. Just makes them wrong. Uh, And a lot of those people are teachers, no matter what a teacher says to you. I firmly believe if you are in the teachers union and you know what's going on, you are part of the problem. You're part of the problem because you are funding the group of people and the union that is trying to sever us from our children. It is happening. It's happening everywhere in America, even a small town that now seems to have something funky going on with this Chinese plant that is coming in. More in a second. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Stu, I read something today that I thought no this can't be true and then and then as i read it i thought definitely can't be true and then by the time i finished i thought ah i'm pretty sure this is actual oh no okay this is a new york times editorial okay today Mm -hmm. okay opening day of major league baseball season which falls on thursday after being delayed for a week by labor dispute is as good of an occasion as uh, as any for fans of the game to come to terms with certain hard facts. I'm talking, of course, about the inevitable future in which professional baseball is what? The inevitable future that baseball is... Um
1: gosh uh, woke um Mm -hmm. that it's
0: uh nah nationalized the inevitable truth that baseball is nationalized and put under some authority of some federal entity Hmm? why why on earth would that occur Attendance at the games have declined steadily since 2008, and viewership figures are almost hilariously bleak. An an ordinary national primetime MLB broadcast such as ESPN's Sunday Night Baseball attracts some 1.5 million pairs of eyes each week, which is to say roughly the number that are likely to be watching a heavily censored version of Goodfellas on basic cable movie channel at the same time in the same time slot. Um, even the World Series attracts smaller audiences than the average Thursday night football broadcast, the dregs of the National Football League's weekly schedule. In 1975, the World Series had an average of 36 million viewers per game. In 2021, it barely attracts 12 million per game. Casual obs- <laughs> Wait, hmm? we're going to. OK, 12 million a game. We're going to nationalize. Oh, he's con- he hasn't started okay. yet. OK. Casual observers may assume the that despite the lack of popularity, baseball is still somehow insanely valuable. This illusion. Major league baseball generated around eleven billion dollars <laughs> in revenue in twenty nineteen, but this figure does not accurately reflect the demand for its product. Mike Trout's four hundred and twenty six million dollar <laughs> contract is effectively being paid by millions of grandparents who just want to tune in to Anderson Cooper or the Antiques Roadshow. Oh, st- As uh, that audience dies off and Uh. younger generations of cord cutters take their place, baseball's revenue will plummet. Culturally, the game is increasingly irrelevant. The average age of a person watching baseball on television, 57. And one shudders to think what the comparable figure is for radio broadcasts. Typical American 10-year-olds are as likely to recognize... Jorge Soler, Soler, Soler. Uh, who was named the most valuable player of last year's World Series as they are their local congressional representative. College athletes drafted by... (laughs) Hmm? That's a a ridiculous point. In some parts of the country, participation in Little League has decreased by nearly 50% in the past decade and a half. When my wife and I signed up our five and six-year-old daughters for T-ball a few weeks ago, we did so partly out of the grim sense of obligation. We might uh, we might have been Irish parents enrolling our children in step dancing classes. This is your heritage and you're going to learn it and you're going to love it. Oh, Um, I I don't think I'm like super bullish on the future
1: of baseball as compared to maybe some other sports. I love baseball. But I mean, cut. this is a ridiculous piece that you're taking out a guy from the, the MLB MVP who, yes, he wouldn't be highly recognized. But like there are a lot of players in baseball who would
0: be. And those are the guys that win the MVP for the entire season. I think it's worth being honest mm-hmm. up front Come on. about what nationalizing baseball would entail. Well, I'd like to think that the Biden administration could just take all the 30 teams and dissolve the league by executive fiat citing language Who wrote this this is pathetic this, is, this, this Who is wrote this this is written by matthew walther he's an editor of the lamp a catholic literary literary journal right. he writes frequently about sports he should stop writing frequently about sports i don't think he's ever heard of sports so listen to this uh it's more realistic to assume congress would have to be involved legislation would authorize purchasing the teams at their current although absurdly inflated market valuation players coaches what? and other staff members would become federal employees general manager would be appointed uh blah 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 i mean this has got to be a joke right it's guys okay. it, what was it april 1st that it was it was uh posted no, i think this i just got this today in my show prep so no april april 7th it was today maybe he's just late by six days maybe come on why would we first of all we
1: shouldn't nationalize it even if it collapses. This can't it is, be true. It is not we should not be involved in that in any way. We any should way. not nationalize anything. I would also note that one of the teams plays in Canada, so I don't know why how you'd be nationalizing uh
0: the Toronto Blue Jays. We that would clicked. be an interesting trick. No, we came it came it, out April sixth sure April sixth. That is one of the guest essay, jump- opinion, New York Times, April 6th. Now, they've been writing these pieces about how how the sport is dying
1: for so many years, I can't even right. count them. They've been doing it since I was a kid. Uh, and look, it's it has dropped in attendance a little bit. Now, you, you look at last year, obviously, it was a COVID year. I mean, many some of these parks weren't even open at the beginning of the year. Uh, so it was down last year. But I mean, you know, they, their numbers are fine. If you can't build a business around 68 million people in the parks in 2019 68 million you can't build a bit you need to be nationalized forget it not to mention the tv and the digital deals on top of the merchandise and all the other crap that goes on yes at times these these uh, uh, teams spend so much money that they can get themselves into trouble and there's some uh, issues with income inequality Uh, between the Los Angeles Dodgers and every other team in the league. But still, there's no reason. There's not even an argument that it would fail, let alone be nationalized.
0: It's completely ridiculous. I find it interesting that he says the average age of people watching it on TV is 57. Uh, What's the average person hmm. of people that are watching TV? Right. I mean, the cable news average audience is like 72 or 3. But they would think about nationalizing that. No, well, they would probably <laughs> naturalize that. <laughs> I <laughs> but I mean, again, you. the, the, yeah, you're right. The TV average age is—I mean, people are really watching digital. And, and then they say, I'd "Shudder to think what it is on radio." Well, most likely it's on AM radio, and unless you're a conservative, you don't even know where a what AM radio even <laughs> means. Yes, yeah, there's just
1: there's just AM. There's news talk radio and sports radio. Yeah, that's it. That's all AM. That's it. Is. Uh, uh, so I mean, this is just you know, this is nonsense. This is like basically the uh, we're going to so, have 700 million people get displaced by by global warming next year. Like it's so like one of those type of pieces. I
0: don't want to be like there's people that are 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 uh, uh, posting on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. My apology to George Soros. Yes. Last April Fools. Okay. And they're like, Gledbeck sold out. He apologized. Of course, yeah. I called him. I have sincerely apologized to Mister Pepperoni Eyes. Does that sound like a sincere apology for the love of Pete? People are so stupid. Um, but uh, I don't want to be one of those people. When I read this, I'm like, I don't, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. I don't know. Is this guy serious or not? Does he really? Because it's probably.
1: I guess it's serious. The only reason I think it's serious is because this type of piece has been written for a long time minus the nationalization that's a new wrinkle <laughs> like i the the f- baseball's going to fail it's not our national pastime anymore it's well behind football and basketball now and there's truth to some of that for sure i mean certainly football is the number one sport but still this is maybe, a pretty freaking healthy on, business hang on
0: maybe he's being sarcastic and he's actually writing an a pro baseball piece, okay, saying, "Oh, you know, yeah, it's so bad. It's horrible. It's horrible. Maybe or we that's should national. We got to get him on the phone. And if he doesn't come on the show, well, no. we know."
2: <laughs> 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 na, 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 na.